Hello everyone, I hope you're having a lovely day whatever you're up to. Thanks for tuning in. Today I'm joined by a guest that I've wanted to have on the podcast for the longest time. It's one of my bestest friends, Rosie Pinder, and yeah, we just had a really, really lovely chat about friendship and she has so much amazing advice for any uni students who might be starting in September or any freshers who've had a slightly adapted uni experience due to COVID this year any specific advice for English degrees and yeah lots of fun recommendations fun stories from our childhood and Rosie's one of the kindest and smartest and funniest people I know so I'm really glad that she could come on and share her words of wisdom and her wonderful sense of humour on here. This one was a lot of fun to record and I hope that this can just be something fun to listen to if you're having a bit of a rubbish day or something to give you some inspiration so i hope you enjoy everything we spoke about in the episode is linked below there's a bunch of book recommendations and recommendations for places to go in nottingham if you are a student here but i'll just let you get straight into the episode thank you so much rosie for coming on and enjoy Hello everyone, welcome back to Space to Learn. I'm Lucy and today I'm joined by one of my very best friends, Rosie Pinder. Thank you very much for joining me, Rosie. Um, Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us all a bit about yourself? Yes, I'm so excited to be here. Um, I'm Rosie, as Lucy said. I'm doing an English degree at the Uni of Nottingham as well. Um, We've been friends since we were literally two Mm -hmm. and just happened to end up at the same (laughs) uni, which is very exciting and definitely fate. Mm-hmm. um but yeah no I'm just very excited to be on yeah I'm so excited for this chat we're gonna talk all about friendship seeing as we've been friends literally like Rosie said since we were about two we went to the same primary school and then um, different secondary schools and now we're at the same uni which is so much fun so yeah very excited we're going to talk about some of our uni experiences and our degrees talk about reading and some books that we love friendship and stuff so yeah it's going to be a good chat i hope you enjoy grab yourself a cup of tea we've got our cups of teas here (laughs) um thanks for tuning in and we'll just get straight into it So we've been friends literally since we were babies, which is kind of mad. We live like in the countryside and always went to the same primary school and were best friends since the beginning. So we've been up to all sorts, haven't we? We were quite quite crazy kids growing up. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, we were. Well, we just had big imaginations. I think we'd make up all sorts of Mm -hmm strange games a personal favorite being scatterbrain (laughs) not going to explain to you the whole rules because it is copyrighted but (laughs) that was in the in the primary school playground we'd be running around like absolute mad things and when we went around to each other's houses we'd make up all kinds of games Mm. and not want to go home and just yeah just have a lot of fun so I think that's kind of that was what really brought us together is just being able to have fun and make up all sorts of things we remember i was thinking it was so great that my name began with an r and yours began with the left so whenever we began with the left began with an l so whenever we used to walk anywhere as a pair i'd have to be on the right because it was very important it matched my name and my juice cup would be on the right (laughs) um so yeah no i just think we've yeah we've always been friends and Mm -hmm. we've just kind of grown up together i think yeah 
it's it's a really unique relationship i think because obviously there's not really anyone else that i'm still in contact with from primary school and same for you so it's strange having not strange it's just it's such a great thing having um someone there that's like known you your entire life and now they're at the same uni it's it's really fun and that kind of just happened by chance didn't it it was not planned yeah. at all yeah I can remember when we were looking around unis we were like talking about it and I don't think I settled on Nottingham until quite near the end and I don't think you did either no. you were quite interested in Exeter yeah and I didn't really know what I was doing so I think <laughs> we we kind of just both one day were like oh I think think I'm gonna firm Nottingham and you were like so am I and we were like oh my gosh how great is that so yeah it just ended up like that and we're doing the complete opposite degrees really Uh physics and English but it's just yeah it was really great in first year knowing you were Mm. not far away if I needed someone um so it's yeah it's just been really good yeah that was a big thing as well because so I was in Willoughby Hall which is kind of right on the edge of the uni of Nottingham campus and you were just off campus so we were literally five minutes away which was really again unplanned but so great because when you have someone that you know you can just chat to about anything that's really like unique special thing so yeah definitely very grateful for that um yeah how was your first year of uni how did you find like adjusting to moving into uni and any challenges you had or things you've kind of overcome throughout your uni experience so far I guess I think I was I didn't think I was going to get homesick before I moved I Mm. thought it was really going to be great because we we do live in the middle of nowhere at home (laughs) and I thought oh how good is it going to be to not have to like ask my parents for a lift to literally go to the shop and just be able to have some independence but I did find the first first couple of weeks really hard actually I think I just because at school I'd had such a close friendship group and got really comfortable there Mm. I sort of came here and I was like oh gosh like I'm on my own I didn't really know what to do Mm. um and found it quite overwhelming but I did settle in quite quickly like the first week felt like a very long time but by the second week I was feeling fine so in the grand scheme of things it wasn't that long that I felt unsettled but I think it just helped I just kind of thought to myself I just need to give stuff a go and try and meet as many people as possible and then one or two of them will work out and that's kind of what happened and Mm. I was just sort of lucky in the chance meetings I had that turned out to be really good friendships. Mm. That's really good advice I think it's so important to get yourself out there and even if you're feeling really like scared about getting out and meeting new people and that's really out of your comfort zone and stuff it just helps so much like there's no other way to do it really if you stay in your room you kind of we're well, not going to meet anyone else and then the situation will just kind of stay the same so I definitely agree getting out and joining societies and stuff what societies have you been um, a part of well I think at the start I did join a few pretty random ones not random in the in the grand scheme of things but random for me because I've never <laughs> been that sporty mm. but I went and joined the uh, Broadgate Park was my accommodation I went and joined the Broadgate Park hockey team and I was by far the worst one there <laughs> everyone else had done hockey at clubs and things and I could barely hold the stick <laughs> but as and I didn't carry on with that but again it just kind of it was great to be involved with stuff early on mm-hmm. Um, I've also been part of the debating society which I really enjoyed at school and have enjoyed here not quite as much as I thought I would but again it was still good to be involved and I've been the publicity officer this year Um, 
and then recently I've got more involved with Impact Magazine as well, just writing articles for them and I'm running for their committee next year, mm-hmm. which is quite exciting. I think, yeah, that's been my favourite society experience, but even if it's not a fun time, it's still a place to meet people and a funny story if it doesn't work out. Yeah. So I think societies are always a good idea, even if you're not sure about it. Uh-huh. Yeah, me and some of my housemates now, it's just completely random, but we just went to this like line dancing Kaylee thing in the first few weeks in, in Freshers Week just to try it out and kind of get to know each other. And it's the most bizarre thing. Like we didn't go back, but little things like that just to bond and kind of get just try new things because uni is really all about trying new things. But yeah, what you were saying about impact, it's such a good thing to be involved with and you've like inspired me to start and join impact as well and I've loved it too so that's really exciting about running for committee and things it seems absolutely mad to me that we're already in the position where we're running on committees because I still feel like a fresher a lot of the time so yeah have you how have you found second year and do you feel like a second year or absolutely not um I think I envy you so much for being on a four-year course Mm. because it's the scariest thought ever that I'm going to be graduating next year I think with the COVID experience it obviously has altered our university experience quite a lot and meant that we've been at home a lot more than we would have been but even without that I think I'd still be at the position where I was thinking how am I in second year I think I just yeah I found first year really great by the end and I just yeah I've just I just love it being here and I don't know what I want to do afterwards so I just don't want it I just want time to pause really (laughs) and not to have to think about what to do next it's a big yeah it's a big worry and there's a lot of pressure to kind of there's a lot of pressure to just kind of know what you're doing and to have a plan and to be able to graduate and then go out and get a job really easily but I feel like degrees now don't actually guarantee you a job (laughs) especially not one that you're really passionate about so it's definitely it's uh it's worrying like thinking about what you're going to do and especially when people are still at uni like I was considering dropping down to a three-year course and just kind of thought now I'm gonna (laughs) stick out another year I think I'd rather study for for longer but yeah it's it's been a strange year hasn't it with Covid and everything how have you found it in your house you're living with four of four other girls aren't you so how's your house situation been good or anything you'd like any tips for living with people that you only met I guess a year ago yeah I think it it has been good I've been lucky with my house we get on fairly well most of the time um I think it's it's always going to be difficult living with people in such close quarters if you think about I mean when I'm living at home I argue with my parents from time to time and that's not seen as a big deal and I think the same happens at uni you're always going to have slight disagreements from time to time but I think that hasn't been helped with covid by being shut up with the same people but now stuff's beginning to open Mm. i think we're all enjoying each other's company more when we are together because we're not just sat at an evening thinking what are we gonna do should we just watch another episode of gogglebox we went through so many episodes (laughs) of gogglebox at one point last year um so yeah no i have i've enjoyed my house and we're living together next year and 
I love all of them, but I think it was going to test anyone mm. um, having having such, yeah, just such restrictions on where we could go and who we could see. Yeah. Um, but no, second year's been good, definitely. I think a lot of people have found that it's just being in such close quarters with people all the time. And even if you get on so well and they're the loveliest people, there's little like niggles that will just naturally come up. So I feel like that's pretty normal. Going back to what you were saying about like you're really close with your uni friends and stuff. Have you found that it's a different type of friendship at, with your uni friends and people you're living with to maybe home friends? And I think for me, it's quite, there is quite a different dynamic between my group of friends at uni and my group of friends at home. And it's quite interesting going home and kind of adjusting to it all again. And just any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think because obviously your friends are never going to be exactly the same as you so different friends are going to bring out different sides of your personality and that definitely isn't a bad thing if you feel like you're a slightly different person around different friends it's mm -hmm. just because you're you get on with them in a different way if that makes sense mm -hmm. so I think yeah I definitely have a different relationship with certain uni friends and certain home friends but at the end of the day we get on because they're just nice people and I think that's the main thing is that we share the same values and we just all want to have fun and support each other mm -hmm. so I don't find it I don't find it an adjustment I just think um yeah I definitely kind of enjoy doing different things with different friends mm. it's it's interesting seeing different sides of like my personality or your personality come out in different situations and I think people often feel pressured to just be one type of person but we can kind of be different versions of ourselves with different people like you were saying and I think that's not really spoken about because people are like oh you're you're being completely different you've changed you're acting differently but people are always gonna just gravitate to different people in different situations and I think living with people is a completely different dynamic to like friendships that you have at school have you had any highlights or lowlights of second year or your uni experience so far or anything that springs to mind that's been so much fun or anything that's been particularly difficult to deal with? Well, I think when when you said I was coming on the podcast, I <laughs> sat I was sat with two of my housemates, Mel and Jazz, and I was like, oh, what what have been our lowlights? Because we've become too interdependent and I can't think <laughs> of them on my own. <laughs> and Mel just was like, oh, remember that time when we all cried mm -hmm. and I thought yeah there was just there was just the one time when we all cried and I think um we, it just got a bit overwhelming it was in yeah. it was in sort of late November and I had a formative due the next day and we'd been in the house I think we'd been isolating the previous week and it was raining and we were just all kind of sat and we just cried mm -hmm. and it was such a strange yeah it was such a strange experience because we were all just sort of crying because the others were crying yeah. and it, but it wasn't even a low light because we just thought oh well you know we've got that over and done with should we watch a film like it wasn't it wasn't a big deal but I think that yeah that's happened sometimes where you just you're just having a bad day mm -hmm. and it's better to just acknowledge that and move on that's so th yeah that's the only low light we really came up with but um I've had lots of highlights definitely we I've just I think recently has been the best kind of few weeks of second year just being able to properly see people again and go out we went to the magic garden which is a really nice cocktail yeah. 
cocktail bar the other day for um, one of my housemates' 21st birthdays, um, which was really fun. Um, but I think the my main highlights are just the little things is when we all cook together and um, have a little boogie in the living room because <laughs> we can't go to the club and yeah. just little things like that, I think. Yeah, that's lovely. I think it's been a really strange year, but in a lot of ways, I think it's brought us closer together definitely within my house we've kind of just been with each other the entire time so when people are stressed about exams you're there to give them a hug and a pick me up and when you when it's a Friday night and you've all like been working hard all week you can have a really good time even just in the living room and I think I don't know if that would have happened without the lockdown and all the restrictions but yeah like you said definitely glad to be moving towards like the light at the end of the tunnel now i've been able to go back to corfball which has been really good fun and yeah just going out to the pub and sitting with the same people but seeing other people around is it's just really like surreal and to some extent so yes yeah, it's, it's very very enjoyable having a bit more freedom back i think and that's probably one of the things that i personally like about uni is the independence don't know if you find the same how do you think do you think the independence is um something you enjoy or is it kind of a lot of responsibility I think it was definitely something to adjust to because mm. as I said before we we really do live in the middle of nowhere so mm. at home even when I was sort of 17 18 I didn't really have much independence because mm. you can't get anywhere unless you drive and there's nothing very close by so I know a couple of my housemates, well, Mel lives in London, so she's quite used to getting herself around and being able to have that independence. But for me, when I came to uni, it was a big adjustment to make. Mm. Um, but I think I have grown into it. And um, I've, yeah, I'm not too worried about the kind of cooking, cleaning, living on my own type of thing anymore. I, that feels more normal. Mm. Um, but I think there's still moments where I think, oh how do I do that like if something breaks in the house I think where's my dad <laughs> like it, things like that or I don't know um just getting like letters and things to respond to and not really knowing quite what to do about it I think there's still there's still moments where I think I'm not an adult oh hang on I am I should be yeah. able to deal with this but I can't um so yeah I think in general I do love the independence but it's also okay to not feel fully ready for that yet I think yeah it's definitely something you just get used to you kind of get thrown in at the deep end a little bit although first year is a bit of a step in between especially in halls when you like we had all our meals cooked for us and stuff so that was pretty nice but yeah I I love the independence here I love having so many different places to go in the city I think Nottingham's a really great place to be a student there's so much like nature and green space but also the city's like such a fun place to be and yeah have you got any recommendations or places you love in in Nottingham or anything that you've like any places you particularly love or have enjoyed going to oh that's a good one I like that um yeah I mean my absolute favorite place in Nottingham is a plant shop (laughs) (laughs) which (laughs) is called the watered garden it's in the lace market area I've yeah been a few times I've only bought stuff once but I just love sort of standing in there and looking around and thinking wow this is amazing (laughs) and they have all kinds of plants up the walls um and just yeah just the lace market in general is really nice for shopping they have Mm -hmm. lots of independent um 
shops for clothes and all sorts of vintage things um so i just love sort of wandering around there um i also went boating on the highfields lake the other day on campus which was a lot of fun so i don't i wish i'd gone sooner because i really enjoyed it Mm. um so that's yeah that's definitely a recommendation Mm. um the the magic garden and the secret garden the two duos my mum always gets them confused i'll tell her i'm going to the secret garden and she thinks it's the magic garden it's very dramatic um <laughs> but both of those are really fun they have very exciting um like personalized cocktails on the menu and stuff so yeah i'd say they're my main recommendations very nice sounds good i need to get myself to the magic garden where the annoying thing is we're a house of seven so with the rule of six we can't actually go out anywhere <laughs> which is not ideal but yeah i'm definitely gonna try and get there as soon as we can sounds really good fun and yeah i went on the boats with my friend um came up and abby lives in nottingham as well um, my friends from home and we went on the boats last september and it's so nice on the lake especially when it's sunny and it's just a really beautiful campus i think and I'm definitely enjoying being able to get back on campus and seeing it come to life a bit more has been really, really good. Yeah, so seeing campus come back to life a bit more has been really lovely and kind of reminds me of first year going to lectures, although I haven't had any lectures yet, kind of finishing our courses for the year. <laughs> I think it's going to be really strange going back to to like in-person teaching next year. Uh, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it i guess how have you found english lit any um advice for people wanting to take english or any things you've enjoyed any books you've particularly liked studying yeah so i really enjoy the course um it's a particularly good course here i think because it's so broad they they split the english department into multiple sections um there's medieval and language and literature and all kinds of different things that you can pick from and I think that's really great because you can just go in a completely different direction to someone who's doing the same course Mm. um but really feel like you're doing what you're interested in so I think the, the main thing that worried me was whether I'd be able to get all the reading done because for a level we did three books in a year whereas now I'm doing kind of two texts a week Mm. and I felt quite overwhelmed by the prospect of doing that at the start but I haven't found it too difficult I think because you can do some reading before the term starts I think that's the main tip is just kind of get the reading list as soon as you can and start reading before term Mm. Um, but also if you're not enjoying a text the chances are you don't have to write on it because you can you can pick your coursework question and pick a couple of texts to talk about so if you really think this one isn't for me I just kind of didn't do it I just didn't really engage with it because I thought Mm. my time's better spent doing one of the texts I do enjoy so yeah I think that's my main piece of advice is to to do the reading ahead of time but also know that if one week you're just not feeling it that's not a big deal Mm. yeah and one of your housemates does English as well or multiple um have you found that really useful because I definitely have found that useful having my housemate May do who does physics as well do you kind of bounce off ideas with each other and and I remember you saying that you shared the book list and things and kind of bought half each any kind of practical tips like that 
Yeah, so um, Mel, one of my housemates, also does English. Um, Jazz did English last year, but switched to politics, which we like to bring up multiple (laughs) times a day. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, traitor to the cause. Um, (laughs) But no, it's it's been really good having somebody else who also does English in the house, especially when everything's been online. Mm. Um, Last term, we did two of the same modules, so we'd watch the online lectures together. Um, and be able to kind of discuss it and it's just nice if you don't really get something or you just want to talk through an idea you can you can talk to somebody who knows what you're on about um, and has kind of time to discuss it before you have to explain the entire history of (laughs) English (laughs) but um, (laughs) yeah so that's been really good and yeah as you said we um, we sort of bought half the books each for the modules that we did that were the same which was helpful because it can be expensive having to buy a long list of books. We tried to get them secondhand where we could, but sometimes that's not possible. Mm. So yeah, I think it's nice to be able to find someone and swap books with them and things like that. And sometimes we'd do a bit of reading that we'd then kind of debrief to the other person without them having to read it. Mm. Just little things like that. It's just nice to be able to have someone around that knows what you're on about when you talk about your course. Yeah. It makes it more collaborative as well. And I think that's something that's really valuable is being able to chat through things with people and get their insight as well. Because when you're just working on your own, it's easy to miss things out. And getting a new perspective is pretty pretty important, I think, especially for a more creative degree like yours. Um, one of the articles that you wrote for Impact Magazine, I'll leave it in the um, description if anyone wants to go and read it. because <laughs> It's a really good article. It was about how the arts especially in covid times have been quite like under pressure and that they're quite fragile in these times do you think that the arts and kind of degrees where it's not a sciencey degree are kind of undervalued in our in our society despite being so important like everyone relied so much on culture and things during the pandemic like that's what everyone turned to is music and books and netflix and stuff like that just wondered if you wanted to touch on any of the things that you wrote about in that article yeah I've got myself a cheeky bit of promo there (laughs) that's exciting um yeah I think yeah I think everyone rightly praised key workers and NHS staff during the pandemic Mm -hmm. um my mum's an nurse and she's been under a lot of pressure recently but I think I think the arts are also very important and even if they're not directly linked to you know saving a life or um keeping us healthy they are very important for mental health Mm -hmm. and as you said without arts and without culture and without um books and netflix and being able to watch theater and stuff during the pandemic i think everyone would have struggled even more than they already did Mm -hmm. so um yeah it was i wrote about it in the article but i think it was it's been disappointing the the lack of funding and things that certain sectors have got um especially theater Um, jazz one of my housemates is very involved in theater and a big advocate for that but i think it's it's just very important to recognize that every industry is valuable otherwise it wouldn't exist Mm. and um i think yeah more needs to be done to kind of recognize that and i think taking it back to the english degree um I mean, it's a kind of a running joke that everyone says, oh, you know, what are you going to do with an English degree? Mm. You're going to be an English teacher or things like that. But the skills you get in an arts degree can take you anywhere. And I think 
yeah, I think that they're not necessarily undervalued as such, but um, I think they kind of should be taken more seriously in terms of what they can do to for society rather than just seen as, you know, you're just reading a book and you're just doing it for fun. Definitely. I think it's so important to recognise, like you were saying, that every different industry and every different job has its role to play because that's kind of how our society works and we can't we can't just have one type of of degree and one type of um like career otherwise just things wouldn't function so making sure that everyone feels valued and supported whether that's like financially or like from a more personal point of view I think that's definitely a really important thing so yeah if if anyone is listening and wants to read up on that then definitely go click the little link in the show notes and read Rosie's lovely article (laughs) for Impact Magazine um I wondered if you have any book recommendations because we're both pretty big bookworms I know we've probably both read the Harry Potter books an embarrassing amount of times (laughs) we were kind of those kids in primary school that were always reading and yeah I I just love books so I wonder if you have any recommendations for us fiction non-fiction anything really oh that's exciting yeah I mean yeah Harry Potter we've <laughs> We've read that many a time. Um, <laughs> I was trying to think of my favourite books before mm. we recorded, actually. Um, my absolute favourite series is The Moomins, which is a bit embarrassing to admit, but they're <laughs> they're children's books, and I just, yeah, I just love children's books. I think they're great. But um, I think, yeah, I've, I read a lot, obviously, for my degree, and I kind of have favourites to analyse and favourites to talk about, but then also just favourites to read. Um, so... Yeah, I think one of my ultimate favourite books that I read a few years ago was The Bell Jar, which is Sylvia Plath. It's a bit of a heavy read, but it just, yeah, I thought it just really resonates with me and it's kind of about mental health struggles as a young girl and she's she's in New York, she's doing um, a placement to do with journalism, which is kind of something I'm interested in. So I just sort of, yeah, felt kind of, felt sort of relatable in Mm. in a weird way even though she's struggling with things I haven't ever had to struggle with so that yeah that's a book I would definitely recommend reading it's quite thought-provoking um also recently I read Girl Woman Other which is Bernadine Evaristo I think that's how you say it um it was recommended everywhere sort of during the resurgence of Black Lives Matter in kind of the lockdown period last year Um, and it's great for that it's great for how it shows different perspectives of um, black and ethnic minority characters but it's also just a great read it's um, split into different kind of sections for different characters and it really is just very kind of vibrant and exciting to read so I definitely recommend that too Mm. gonna have to check both of those out they both sound great Um, I'm trying to think what my favourite book is other than Harry Potter because that's kind of a given (laughs) Uh, recently I've just finished actually the other day I finished Rebel Ideas by Matthew Said and that was so fascinating it's all about diversity science and how like we've evolved as social creatures and stuff and like we kind of rely on our collective intelligence is so that's the that's the thing that's helped us evolved evolve to the state that we are now and it was just such a fascinating read about echo chambers and different perspectives and how to solve complex problems you need perspectives from all different opinions and like parts of society so I would 100% recommend that book if you're looking for something like that but yeah 
check out all of those three books. Um, I'm gonna finish off by asking you the question that I ask to all of my lovely guests on the podcast, which is, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? It can be big, small, life-changing, tiny, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was, again, th- trying to think of something um, for this one. I think it's nothing too profound, but we were talking the other day and it kind of links to the idea of just giving stuff a go and the advice is that you know it'll either be a good time or it'll be a story mm. and it's just it I mean that was kind of we were talking about nights out but it applies to literally every aspect of your life if you want to try something and you're not sure about it you'll either enjoy it and it'll be great and you'll go back or it'll be a funny story to tell your friends mm. so I think yeah the stakes aren't always high and just kind of give stuff a go and see what happens yeah oh I love that yeah it's us kind of very on brand for the podcast (laughs) yeah great advice um okay well I feel like that's just about everything that we've got like written down to talk about is there anything else you want to chat about any like I don't know funny stories from when we were little or we used to just be absolutely crazy we still are to some extent but we did like ballet or, and stuff and choreography days and made up stupid little games when we were little <laughs> so funny yeah oh gosh my favorite choreography dance we did was when we were clowns oh yeah and we can't have been very old for that i think we were about five or six <laughs> but i can r- vividly remember being in your living room and you being like okay now we're just gonna fall over together and wiggle our arms in the air and you know be clowns and it was just just that kind of thing it's just great fun and yeah. we kind of we were having fun but we took it very seriously oh, we, we our mums must have spent ages getting our costumes and makeup <laughs> ready and we just trooped in and sort of danced around the floor <laughs> for a bit so yeah, yeah that's that's one of my favorite memories yeah. um but just yeah just we just had a lot of fun playing all sorts of games mm-hmm. we had um my thing was i was obsessed with rabbits so we had um and you were obsessed with dolphins so we had rabbit land and dolphin land i think it was called bunny land actually not rabbit land but i have aged slightly in 10 years (laughs) only just um (laughs) but um yeah so we just we'd be running around the playground pretending we were in bunny land and dolphin land and i can remember some of the boys in primary school being like well i'm in shark land and they're gonna eat all your rabbits (laughs) just yeah there's some there's memories there i I won't make myself sound too insane but um we had a lot of fun (laughs) definitely there's just so many times and they just like come up now every now and then i'm just like oh my gosh we were absolutely mad (laughs) hiding in cupboards when our mums came and knocked on the door saying it was time to go home and being like no she's gone she's been like taken away she's not here anymore (laughs) and just absolutely crazy stuff but yeah anyway thank you so much for coming on the podcast i've really really enjoyed it i hope that anyone listening has found it a very um interesting or valuable conversation in some way or just something to take your mind off maybe exam season or deadlines and stuff coming up yeah thank you rosie for coming on the podcast you can subscribe on whichever podcast um app that you're listening to if you fancy and you can go and follow the instagram which is at space to learn podcast but yeah i'll have all the stuff we were talking about linked in the show notes and have a lovely rest of your day bye bye thanks for having me